Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. To you live from the streets of Indian Lake. You're listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We're out here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, my hometown in suburban Nashville. We're at the farmers market. It's a it's a phenomenal day. 91 degrees. I actually have some interviews lined up. We're gonna be talking to some healthcare people that are here at the farmers market. We're we're doing a a neighborhood kind of a block party. And you have a lot of healthcare vendors. You have a lot of nutrition companies that are out here. Fresh produce, which is which is always a topic that I love to discuss. So it's it's great to be on the radio. Whether you're listening on the podcast version or you're listening live on terrestrial radio or on any of our affiliates around the country, always great to be with you. My name is James Lewis III. I'm the host of the Lance J Radio Network and the owner CEO of Paragon Seven Studios. Uh, before I get into some of these healthcare interviews, I want to talk about the huge topic from the weekend, and that's that's Arch Manning, five-star, all-world, pedigree athlete, deciding to go to Texas. I should have opened. I should have opened the the show with with the UT fight song. We we'll have to we we'll have to dig that up. And the break and come back in on that. But Arch Manning is going to Texas. And he had been, he'd been, you know, as someone that grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and somebody that follows the Ohio State University, I didn't get to go to Ohio State. They would not give me any scholarship money. I ended up going to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, and had a fantastic experience in, in Oxford at Miami University. But growing up in Columbus, growing up during the Eddie George era of football and the Jim Jackson era of basketball, I grew up with a lot of people out in Pickerington in Westerville and played in a lot of AAU camps for basketball, people that ultimately ended up playing for Ohio State. I knew some guys that played for Ohio State. I knew some guys that played in the NFL since I was 13, 14 years old and and, and have seen up close kind of the lifestyles that that high-level college recruits have and some of the access that people had even back then in the 90s and now with NIL I talk about NIL on the show all the time it's so much different now in NIL because you have not only the prowess of the athlete and their measurables, you have the tape on them from high school, rather they're an offensive stud like a quarterback or a running back, or rather they're the, the next Jadavion Clowney elite defensive end, or, or guys like Sauce Gardner who went to Cincinnati and ultimately were drafted in the top five in the NFL. So you're always looking for that, that five-star. I, I read Rivals.com. I can tell you who Ohio State's recruiting. I can tell you where Ohio State's class is measuring up against other classes in the Big Ten and also against Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Tennessee, Florida, USC, Notre Dame, the other, the other big boys, Oklahoma, big boy football. But 
Arch Manning being the he he's he's the the heir apparent in the Manning family. And that family just turns out quarterbacks. They used to say about Chris Carter when he played for the Eagles, all Chris Carter does is catch touchdowns. All the all the Manning family does is turn out elite five-star NFL franchise and Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And you may not like Eli Manning. You may think that he only got lucky against Brady twice. And you may think that without that, Eli Manning is is not if you if you erase those wins versus Brady, Eli Manning would have absolutely unequivocally no shot at the Hall of Fame. But he but he did beat Brady twice. So you can't erase those wins against Brady because he did beat Brady twice. And beating Goat Brady twice is his ticket into Canton. And so you have Arch, who is Cooper's son. So so Eli and Peyton's nephew, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Cooper Manning had some health issue that prohibited him from playing football. And he would have been a very good football player as well. But he had he had some type of health issue that allowed him not to be able to play and, and was not able to, to get into playing college or professional football. But everybody's been tracking Arch Manning, especially in the South, especially here in Nashville, where I live and broadcast from out of Paragon 7 Studios. UT, not Texas, but UT, the Tennessee Volunteers, they thought they had a really good shot at, at him. Now, they got this one kid, I can't, I can't pronounce his last name, but Nico they got an elite five-star quarterback to go there, and it's alleged that he has an NIL deal for $8 million. So like Austin Powers, I'm putting, I'm putting my pinky in my mouth saying $8 million. So Tennessee thought that, that he was in the mix, but they got, they got their guy, so they have an elite quarterback. Georgia wanted him. Obviously, Ole Miss, where Eli went, wanted him. Nick Saban is always in, in the mix at Alabama. Florida wanted him. Basically, Clemson wanted him. You had, you had the, the major programs in the South, especially SEC. They wanted a piece of Arch Manning. And ultimately, he decided to go to Texas. Now, that's very interesting because Texas has been down. Many Longhorn fans would, would love to go back to the days where Mac Brown was going 10-2 and two or 10-3. and three. Um, last year, Texas lost to Kansas. If you've ever seen the Kansas Jayhawks play football, Kansas is about is Kansas is is the equivalent of Last Chance U. I I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Kansas is so bad. A they shouldn't be D one. B someone like Lance J could have walked on at what Kansas is now. I could have walked on and played outside linebacker at Kansas, and I was a good athlete, not an elite athlete. You're you're talking about two and one star players. I mean, it's 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 a terrible program. They had the whole Les Miles fiasco. I mean, you talk about Les Miles falling from grace, winning winning a national championship at LSU, and then getting caught up in the Me Too movement and making a series of uh, really poor judgments calls. It's it's amazing, and I'm not a, I'm not a soapbox guy. It's amazing that somebody can X and O their way into leading the SEC in, in turnover differential, but they make very poor decisions because they have an attractive um, intern, young lady that, that is working for them, allegedly. But everybody wanted Arch Manning, and 
Texas is not really a great program right now. Hopefully they're back on the rise. I think that college football is better. I love that Lincoln Riley's at USC. College football is better when USC is better. I like that even though I hate scum, lowercase SC, capital U-M, a.k.a. Ann Arbor Community College, a.k.a. that team up north, the Michigan Wolverines, it's better for Ohio State. It's better for the Big Ten when Michigan's good. And the way they slapped around the Buckeyes in Ann Arbor shows that the rivalry is, is starting to get back. Now, they have a 51-7 drubbing waiting for them with, with C.J. Stroud next year. But it has to be competitive. Ohio State beating Penn State and beating Wisconsin 59 to nothing that's not good for Ohio State. That's not good for the Big Ten. That's not good for college football. So in Texas, is good. When Miami's good, we got to get the, the, the Hurricanes back up. To, to the old school days of Sean Taylor and and uh, Kellen Winslow saying I'm a bleeping soldier. We gotta get we gotta get the U back up. The U has been down for quite some time. And when Miami's good, when Texas is good, when USC is good, then you have Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson's now uh, an elite program. You have Florida. If we can get UT, the Tennessee Volunteers be good. Then it's not just Alabama. Uh, it's not the Alabama Invitational Tournament every year. And Arch Manning really shows the, the shift because you got Coach Steve Sarkeesian out of Texas. Texas is a terrible job. They expect to win 11 or 12 games. They expect the, the reincarnation, the ghost of Vince Young. But they're really not at that place at a program right now until NIL. Now that you have NIL, Texas and Texas A&M, they're players because they have more money than God. They got that oil money. They got that shell money. They got that sit-go money. They got that BP money. And it puts them in a completely different position. So the Mannings have been very quiet. Obviously, Arch Manning comes from, from wealth. I mean, his family is, is very successful, and, and I, don't, I don't think that he's hurting for money. But they've been very quiet about NIL deals. But it's speculated that it's going to be a huge deal. And we know that the, the starting running back – uh, Bijan Robinson at Texas, he's got to deal with Lamborghini. So he's going to be pushing a, a Lamborghini Urus or something like that around around Austin. Texas, in many ways, they're using the NIL and they're using their prominence and they're using their money to rejuvenate the program. And I love it. They may not have the best program from a roster standpoint, but they have a, they have a solid coach who turned Washington around. He flamed out at USC, but Texas, Texas is a major player financially. And, and I think this is a, this is a watershed moment. Now it's interesting because you got Quinn Ears, who's also an all world recruit that's supposed to start at Texas this year. And so I wonder if he's going to transfer again because he was at Ohio state and he transferred back to Texas. So I wonder how that's going to work out. But but Texas now is secure. They they have they have the top recruit in two of the last three classes. And if you got the Manning name and you have all the buzz around them, you're going to be able to get five-star receivers and elite linemen and people that feel if they play with, with Arch Manning, they're going to have a chance to play on Sundays. So I find that to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Texas is going to the SEC, and they're going to need all the help that, that they can get because if you're having trouble beating Kansas, wait until you go up against Alabama, the gauntlet of Alabama, LSU, Auburn, 
and Florida in back-to-back weeks. So very excited about that news. It's it's always better when Texas is good. College football is always better when 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 Bevo is up. Lance Day Show live from the Paragon Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, amenities, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome.com. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Lance. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton, you. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just uh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... Man. I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.